Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. And welcome to Sukhinska, hosted by Johnny Seifert. This is the Celebrity Mental Health Podcast, where I say it's okay to not be okay. And if you have the same mantra as me, then before you start watching or listening to today's episode, I need you to do me a favour. Click that follow button, leave a five-star rating, and leave a review. Leave a little comment to say how much you enjoy Sukhinska, because it's so important we keep spreading the word, it's okay to not be okay. Now let me tell you about my guest today. Yesterday, you will know for nearly the past two decades, appearing on some of your favourite shows since she was the runner-up on The Apprentice in 2005. Starting in shows such as Celebrity Big Brother and Dancing on Ice, you got to see her fun side. Shows like Lisa Min showed a more vulnerable side, and shows like SAS Who Dares Wins, you saw a resilient side. But bringing the business side, the fun side, the vulnerable side, and the resilient sides together, you saw those character traits which she's worked hard on over the past couple of years to create a skincare range to give you the confidence to be the best version of yourself through Cyrus Skin. And it was with thanks to the Yorkshire Building Society for setting up this interview that I'm joined by her today. So without further ado, I'm delighted to welcome to Skinnysco, it's Syra Khan. Hello, Syra. What a really lovely introduction. That is so kind and nice. And uh, I really appreciate that. Thank you. Well, I remember the first time I ever met you, you sat down next to me and we just went, should we just gossip? Should we just forget about what? Should we just gossip? And I was like, this is someone I want to know. And since then, I have loved watching you on TV, obviously. But I've actually loved watching you more post-TV, just for your TikTok and your Instagram channels and just seeing this version of you going, that's the real Syra. She was made for this. She was made for confidence. She wasn't made to be, you know, taking people down and talking about the latest news and, you know, all the negativity. She actually is surrounded by positivity now. Yeah, and that's a very interesting, uh, uh, very interesting point because when you work in the media like I did and on the sort of shows that I did, you are siloed. You are you are that person and that's what you have to talk about and that's what you have to come across as. And you, people don't then see the all the other aspects that make you you. And that's why I'm so grateful for social media because it does give people like me a platform to show your audience a different side of you, the real side of you with your family, with your friends, with your mum, the trials and tribulations that we all go through and nobody can edit it and you are being real. And I think people didn't see the real me and and that's fine because the other part of me is, is me as well, but it's not me 
24 7 and I started to look at myself on the TV and go I don't really like you you're you're, you're pain in the arse you're opinionated you're always going on about the same thing and da 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 and I don't blame people who just kind of go don't like her because I didn't really like myself because I wasn't allowed to show another side of me that puts everything into context. But it's interesting because if we look at those young reality stars who are getting into TV, age 18, 19, 20, going on the show like Love Island, who don't have any identity, they're obviously going to fit that mod. When you came into TV, you're already in your mid-30s. You already had a successful business brain behind you. And so one would think that you'd have been able to show the version of yourself that you knew instinctively was the real you because you were at an age already. So what happened? How did that end up going the other way that you weren't able to be so authentic in yourself because because look when people look at somebody like me who's you know has an opinion on something and if you look at the culture that I come from and physically what I represent and the sort of religious background that I come from people want you to comment on that I've never talked about my business on any of the shows that I was on because that wasn't of interest I talked about things like terrorism and race and, uh, you know, integration and multiculturalism and, you know, those sort of hardcore immigration, hardcore divisive issues, which we all have an opinion on. But if I'm made to talk about that stuff all the time, people start stereotyping you and it's a lonely position to be in because you're not mainstream enough and you're talking from your point of view that also can be clipped up, taken out of context, and then circulated around the web. And people have 30 seconds to make their mind up about you. And they're obviously going to clip it in a way which gets headlines and clickbait. And you get to the stage where, you know, I've got two young children. And in the playground, it started to affect them. Your mum says this, your mum's out, your mum's a bit, you know. And I just thought, hold on a minute. What am I actually doing this for? Like, you know, I, this is where my business brain and my intelligence kicks in. Because you go short term, a bit of fame, good money for long term, what? You know, and actually my mental health was deteriorating. I started hating myself, started disrespecting myself, started going, I'm just doing this for the money. And I was, I hated going to things like the NTAs, for example, where we as, as, as a group of mature women, we were just overlooked and you just made to feel like nothing. I just had enough of feeling like that. I'm like, well, I am somebody I've got, I've done a lot in my life. I've got a lot to prove. I am intelligent. I am smart. I don't want to be overlooked and undermined and devalued by other people. What's What can I do? Remove myself from the situation. And also, it makes you more part of your own community, how you want to be perceived and also how you want to act in it. If I was supposed to be the spokesperson for the Jewish community, I can't answer half the questions. And also, it's not my place to do that. And so if you're being asked about terrorism, for example you know you're going to be putting yourself out there but actually the detriment of not just the community but for yourself as well because you know how you want to be in the community and you decide what rules you want to follow and what you don't want to follow and suddenly you're going to get judged and all that and then when you have so much pressure on you to be the face of a community you're like well who am I and then you start questioning yourself and your own beliefs and that's really hard for you mentally to be going through in the public eye as well as in your private home yeah absolutely and I didn't realize that because also the other thing is is when you're on programs where that you have to share your opinion if you don't share it your longevity on that show is is, is well it's non-existent so the more you can show your opinions the more you can be controversial to a certain extent 
and I don't mind being that, but I don't want to be controversial all the time without showing my fun side and my empathetic side and all that. But if you're not allowed to be shown that, then it's difficult. Then you're literally just being seen as one trick pony. And that's not who I am. And yeah, I mean, you know, the mental health does go. It, there is no doubt. I'm not the person to go, oh, my God, it's your fault. My mental health is deteriorating. I have to take responsibility for my mental health. And it's my choice and my decision to remove myself or stay in. Because I tell you something, the industry doesn't change. And it's your choice whether you want to go along or opt out. I, I, I'm really sorry. It's black and white. It's not fair. It's not the right way to go. But I can tell you, I work for myself. The reason I don't work in corporate institutions or public service institutions is it's going to take another 100 years for people to actually change the running of those organisations for the betterment of mental health. Well, I think it's very interesting when it comes to you, size because three years ago you turned 50. And I feel like when you turned 50, suddenly this light bulb went off yeah. on you going, who am I? Yes. And also, now I've done the first half of my life, what am I actually going to do for the second? What values am I going to have? And how do I also want to be defined? So before we get to that, I just want to know when you stepped away from New Summit, and we're not going to talk about the political side of it. People can read the news, you know, whatever. I don't care. But what I care about is for so long, you were known as Loose Women, Syrah Khan. Yeah. Syrah Khan from Loose Women. Suddenly that label comes. You go, look, I'm leaving this show. What first things happened to you? Because when I had Andrew McLean on the podcast, Kudinsky, before, she said that when she stepped away, everything stopped. All the brand deals stopped, all the invites stopped. Suddenly, that was it. She was done. What happened to you when that Loose Women brand came away from you and you were just Syrah Khan again? Do you know what's really interesting? Because actually, um, what happened to me was my entrepreneurialism kicked in and I was not short of work. In fact, I probably made more work, uh, made more money post Loose Women than I did working for the show because I'm a businesswoman and I know where the media is at. The media is online. The media is in your socials. The media is working for brands on paid partnerships. So I went straight into that and that's what I love doing. I like to go out and find my own work um, and I like to seize the day and get the opportunities and I was never defined by TV and I didn't care that people didn't remember my name and who what I want. You know, all I am defined as is my skills and my talent and I can turn them to anything so you've got to remember before I came into the media I was in sales working for big corporate companies you can put those skills on tv and you can put them post tv they're still there and I never felt my identity was lost in fact I found my identity again I found that tv gave me an identity that I didn't relate to and I kept trying to fit into it and I wasn't doing it very well post tv this is who i am talking to you unfiltered confident real and talking business on my terms and not being edited so let's bring that identity together with you turning 50 and that light bulb moment how did that change for you i think it's a natural process you know my body's changing my life around me my children are growing up my mum's getting older um, I'm looking at life now for the next 30, 40, 50 years. And you it's a natural break in the human development. If you don't make that break or you never kind of it doesn't come to you, then something's missing. There has to be a point where you go, right, I'm 50. Oh, my God. 
what have I done before? What am I going to do in the future? It's a reset. Am I happy? If I'm not, what am I going to do? If I am happy, how am I going to continue? And if you've got children, it's about how to support them in the, in their future, because it's not all about you. It's about being responsible and also being a role model to them and giving them, uh, you know, uh, the support that they need. And also to give them real life experience of what, what it likes to make these life changing decisions. And so, yeah, it, it was it's that all of that. You've got to remember, it was my choice to leave the show, my choice. And that's very important to me. I do things on my terms. I'm not going to be bullied by other people. And I don't care if that's not the right protocol. This is what I want to do. And I'm going to do it. The consequences of that, you, you know, you take a measured approach, but there weren't any consequences. It's like you ain't going to be on the telly, probably not going to work for ITV for very much longer or ever. And that's your TV career done. I'm like, and so what? There's a whole host of other media channels that I can use and go to that, that I can enjoy. Well, that's it. Because then you take that step back, you find your love, you find who you are again. And then you go to GB News earlier this year of Eamon, which I loved having you both back together. You know, I used to watch I love you him. both. I love him. Eamon asked me to do it and I wanted to do it. And also for me, I've always wanted to deliver the news. It's like, Oh, what's it like to be a newsreader? Well, I tell you what, it's bloody hard work because you have to get up really silly hours. You have to digest a lot of news. And yes, you're reading the auto cue, but you have to deliver it in a way where you're not reading the auto cue. They make it look quite easy. And I found it quite difficult. I loved working with Eamon. And it was nice to be on the telly again. It really was. But I've made an absolute vow to myself that I will only go to TV if I want to desperately, genuinely do the show that I have some say in it and I work with the people that I want to work with and that they will bring out the best in me so they're my conditions so I would work with Eamon all day long because we have an amazing chemistry so do I miss it no because I feel like I'm on the telly all the time on my own socials you know I'm talking to my audience they get me I mean yesterday I did like a skincare I'm just going to show you how to do my skincare and then I ended up showing everybody my shoe collection and it was hilarious people get to say to me Sarah, you're really funny. I never had you're really funny ever when I was on Loose Women, for example. People never saw this bloody funny side of me. But and so that's nice. So I don't feel like I'm missing out on having an audience. I've got my followers. We're really close and we're very active and I love that. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. 
Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. You're here today to talk about your research of Yorkshire Building Society. So let's go through this because there's lots of mental health angles yes. that I want to pick up from this. So talk to me from the top. What is the research that you've been doing? So the research has come out by the Yorkshire Building Society. And what they've looked at is what are first time buyers going through in order to get their foot on the ladder? Do you know what? I'm that generation where you used to go to the bank, you said you want a mortgage, you want to buy a property, they say prove three times your income, you could, you put a deposit down and off you go. Now, first time buyers are going through, I'm really, it's hell, right? So first of all, if you want to put down a deposit, the average deposit outside of London is about £32,000 a deposit for a house if you're in London it's about £44,000 and if you're a parent and you want to help your kids if you can if you're lucky you're expected to pay around £18,000 towards their deposit so they are your starting figures if you want to make buy a house you're talking about £31,000, £32,000 and £44,000 now if you're a first-time buyer you're living in an environment where the interest rates are horrendous you're renting, which basically means you can't save, your wages haven't gone up, and the real likelihood of you saving money in this cost of living crisis as well is bleak. So what people are doing is they are, and this research shows, is that they are making huge everyday sacrifices, and sometimes big sacrifices, they can't buy a car, for example. You might just go, well, that's a luxury anyway. But for some people, buying a car is cheaper than tra traveling on public transport. They are deciding not to get married because it's a waste of money to spend money on a big a wedding. They're not going on holidays. We're not even talking about luxury holidays. We're just talking about, I need a break, six, two weeks holidays or a week holiday, can't afford it. They're talking about delaying having kids. They're thinking about moving back in with their parents. Now, all of these things and they're making and then you drill it down to I need to save so much money a month. They're going, I can't have a coffee every day. I've got to have pre-drinks before I go out. I can't go out to my mate's house. I can't go to the cinema. I can't. I've got to buy secondhand charity clothes. And I'm not saying any of those things are wrong, but they are the kind of sacrifices that first time buyers are making. I think it's not a bad thing to make sacrifices. I think it's important to understand the value of money and it's a journey to make sacrifices. However, I think the level to the degree that people are making their sacrifices is absolutely ultimately affecting their mental health. 
I completely agree with you. And there's also another factor here as well, which one you haven't picked up on as well, is that especially since lockdown, but even before that, a lot of people are becoming self-employed and a lot of people are freelance because companies don't want to put people on contract. We've therefore got a problem that we can't get a job that's seen deemed as good enough for these mortgage lenders. It's hard. It's hard. And the thing is, when I bought my properties, I've never been self-employed. And this is one thing that I think our society is changing. We're moving more to AI. We're getting more freelancers. The job market isn't about working for big corporations and, you know, you get your daily wage. It's it's changing. But the mortgage system and the money lending system is, is very slow to pick up. However, still despite that, I will say say to you that there will be somebody out there that is geared up market disruptor like Klarna came in you know banks were like oh we don't you can't spread your payments Klarna went yes you can we're going to do it and they went it and everybody's using it so there will be something out there that helps self-employed people go and find it so I did actually in the end Sarah get a mortgage it took hell and it I did finally finally get that but I did get a mortgage they based it on one year of pay slips so that side then was ticked that was done then what happens is you see this big mortgage and you go how am I ever going to pay that off you know and like five years later I've only paid off 10 grand of that because the interest rates keep going up so what's your advice to people who are stressing about money still and looking at that big number my advice again is go in this with a positive mindset because a mortgage still is the cheapest way of borrowing money. It's it's that's a fact. Okay, so it's the cheapest way. It's there. What can you do to bring that mortgage payment down? And this is where this younger generation has to understand the word sacrifice. Do you work harder at the same job? Do you ask for a pay rise? Do you take on more work? Why do you have to pay it off so quickly? It's a cheap form of borrowing money. What's your time limit? What's your time frame? Why are you in a hurry? And it's about managing your expectations, but finding a solution to your problems. Always, always, always. There's options. There's always options for people. They're not options that we like. Who wants to work three jobs? Nobody. But if you've got to do it, you've got to do it. So manage your expectations. Why are you putting pressure on yourself? It is a cheap way of having money and buying a property. So think about what you can do. Brilliant. And final question for you. If you can't afford a mortgage and the only thing you can do is rent, do you advise that people do rent or to live with mum and dad a little bit longer until you can afford to move out? Well, again, you know, if you want to buy and your rent's expensive, look at flat share. And again, this is the sort of sacrifices that this building society research has shown. We are going to end up having to do things that we do not want to do. But if you want to save money and you haven't got the bank of mum and dad, unfortunately, you're going to have to do it. So move from single renting to house share. If you're doing that and it's still expensive, look in a cheaper area. And if the cheaper area and you're still house sharing and you still can't afford it, if you can move in with mum and dad. If all that fails, then be realistic about what you can save and how long it's going to take for you to put that, get that deposit. That 
was Cyrus Khan. Oh, I absolutely loved catching up with her. My thanks for Yorkshire Building Society and Marta Manos Malagon at Shout Communications and her team for setting up that interview. And if you love Loose Women like I do, there are episodes of Securing Secret in the library with people from Loose Women, including Andrew McLean, Denise Welsh, Colleen Nolan, Kate Thornton, Katie Piper, Sherry Houston, Suzanne Shaw, Shereen Murphy, and many, many more. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please can you do me a favour? If you're watching on YouTube or listening, please leave a five-star rating, leave a review and click that follow button. It's so important that we keep spelling the word it's okay to not be okay. On social media, you can find me on TikTok at JohnnySeaford92, on Instagram at JohnnySeaford at Security Podcast and on Twitter at JohnnySeaford. Let's keep spelling the word as a community that it's okay to not be okay. I'm Johnny Seaford. Thank you so much for watching or listening. Until next time, thank you and goodbye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.